everyone! Welcome back to the Hood Chronicles. I'm Carla and that's Lauren. Hi everyone! We will be sharing our thoughts and perceptions on the materials you've read for the episode. And just to be clear, we will not be reading the book or the article on the podcast. We will just discuss our impressions of it and potentially quote some sections because it is illegal for us to to do that. This month, Lauren will guide us through an article that is quite relevant, considering our world's current situation. Uh, It's called Stimulus Fading and Differential Reinforcement for the Treatment of Needle Phobia in a Youth with Autism. Sure, well done. Take it away, Lauren. (laughs) It's a wordy one to say, yes. Thank you, Carla. So, (laughs) I decided that an article would be quite interesting because I was doing a lot of research for one of my clients and they had to have the in, you know, the vaccinations. Um, So, and it was quite a big deal. So I started doing research on articles that would help us help our client to get the um, vaccinations for COVID. But they have needle phobia. So this is birth, this finding out information. And then I thought I'd share it with you guys. Okay, so as Carla mentioned, the title of the article is called Stimulus Fading and Differential Reinforcement for the Treatment of Needle Phobia in a Youth with Autism. And it's from the Journal of Applied Behavior Analysis. And it was written in 2006. Okay, or published in 2006. Okay, a little about the authors. Okay, so we've got Daniel B. Shabani and Wayne W. Fisher. You might recognize some of these names. You might not. Okay, Fisher is definitely one that I recognize a lot of. Um, so Daniel B. Shabani is um, he works at the institute, the Shabani Institute Center for Applied Behavior Analysis and Language Development. Okay, there's some more information about him, but I couldn't find that much detail, and I don't trust all these resources sometimes. So if I go directly to his information, then I know at least it's going to be correct. In terms of Wayne W. Fisher, okay, so he's um, a professor at the Henry Ruchters Endowed um, Professor of Pediatrics, and he's among other appointments, you know, he's worked at this this Ruchters University, um, and before he was this professor, he was head of behavioral research in the Monroe Center Institute and the Department of Pediatrics at the University of Nebraska Medical Center. So there's quite a lot of heads of departments there and basically he knows a lot of the stuff he's talking about okay um so what is the topic of the article so basically the article focuses on desensitizing an 18 year old okay so it's quite a big young person to needles okay as whenever needles were displayed he you presented with problem behavior okay and he was diagnosed with type 2 diabetes so he had to have quite a lot of needle you know exposure to needles i know bless him and we know someone we used to work with someone who had a similar um sort of path in terms of this so we know it can be successful it's just quite a long journey um for some of our um, clients and students okay so basically you have to have blood drawn for testing your sugar levels etc and also has to take insulin so there's a lot of using needles and needles being around okay so it's decent let me just give you some context desensitization is basically like desensitizing the person so the needles don't become they don't evoke a behavior of 
you know, trying to escape response. So you get used to them around. They become like everyday objects to you. Um, so this article was really interesting. It's not very long, which I like too. And it was very successful. And they actually did post-test things where they went to different environments and different places with different um, employees or different nurses and things. And he didn't react. So actually it was a very successful study. Um, I know it's only one person, so probably need more, but you know, in this case, it was very successful for an older child. I mean, 18 is quite, a, quite, a, quite an age to start some of these things. Um, so who is the article for? I would say students of ABA or people working professionally in the, in the field of ABA or people who are studying ABA or looking for progress within their studies. Um, especially, you know, the previously mentioned people who have clients who are diabetic or who need medical procedures done, which involve needles, okay? So these are the kind of audience we're thinking about. Um, even if it's not for, um, if they're not diagnosed with diabetes, but they need to have their vaccine or they need to have regular injections on these kinds of things. We need to be thinking about what we can be doing for our clients if this is life-threatening or in our case of some of our um, countries is that it's going to if you don't have the vaccine it's going to prevent you from accessing the community and if your world's already small mm -hmm. and you can't access the community you're probably going to suffer even more so the client I mentioned it he's in a country where it's it's basically mandatory to have um double, be double vaccinated and you have to have a passport so we had to do it for him in order for him to access the community even though he wasn't happy about it but actually to be to give you a report he was very it was very successful and our all our measures that from this article actually worked very well for him okay so a brief summary of the contents of the article it basically explains the levels of how they increased how close the needle was to their client and how they reinforced the client for tolerating the presence of the needle and the proximity of the needle um, and how they generalize it to other settings over periods of time. So as I said, it's quick and easy. It's not very complicated and it's very, very helpful. Um, did I enjoy the article? Okay. Yes, I did. I found it really easy to read. It was short. It contained all the information I needed to help me with one of my clients um, have his two vaccinations for COVID. And it's very applicable due to the fact that some of our clients will soon need to have the, va the vaccine for COVID. And yes, I know this child also had diabetes, but to be able to be okay to have injections is quite a big thing for all people. I'm not good with needles. I don't know about you, Carl. Yeah. I don't like them. I, I, when I'm getting pricked, let's say, I think about something that I like and I repeat it to myself like, mm. like a mantra. So there was a time when I was obsessed with Shakira. So I was singing um, Obsession, like the tango with like, in my head or mm. oh I would go Donald Duck Donald Duck Donald Duck Donald Duck I would just be thinking about other stuff because I I had to do the glycemia test the glycemia oh, yeah. curve test for diabetes Horrible. when I was like all my days and I, if anyone has not if someone hasn't done it so they give you a, a giant cup like a pint of molasses oh my and you no. have to drink it all so yeah, so first thing you ha you have to bring your first urine of the day, and then they give you a cup of molasses, oh. and then you cannot have eaten anything, and then they take your blood, and then half an hour later you have to wee again and take your blood again, and they do this like in, I think it was like three times or four times. No, I can't remember. Carla. No, man. At no, some, thanks. at some point, at some point, 
they couldn't get any more blood from the veins and they were considering my foot, which apparently is very <sighs> painful. But luckily, yeah, luckily they found another vein on the on the arm and but I was and it was all negative. I didn't have diabetes, but I was just oh, like, oh shame. god, it was literally it was such a horrible experience. And you honestly. know that this will be a good, you know, you know it's good for you. But even in the time, like if you don't have any awareness yeah. of the fact that yeah. your body's Can unwell, you imagine? Oh. it's really hard. I just think like it's re- to me, to me, I don't do any of Like I was a dental assistant for a while and you know, you have to inject people in the mouth quite a lot. Well, yeah. the, the dentist does, but I had to yeah. prepare the needle and even like preparing the needle to me yeah, like oh. it's just unpleasant. I had when I went to Zanzibar years and years ago. I had to have a yellow, what's yellow fever vaccination? Yeah, yeah. And I remember yeah. I got really ill. So when you know when it's like up for vaccines mm. now, I'm like, to me it evokes like no avoidance behavior because I'm like if I get sick <laughs> because I was on holiday in Zanzibar and it's boiling there. I just lay in a room and was like sick for like three days out of the like five days you were there. So uh, to me, sh- injections don't have a very positive. <laughs> like association also do you know what um, a veruca is Carla? when you have those like warts on the bottom of your feet yeah yeah okay yeah yeah so i had a veruca because i used to swim a lot in school so i was often in changing rooms and that's how you get it it gets contagious through like the yeah. wet environments um yeah 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 and, yeah and i had a veruca on the ball of my foot and i had to have well they said to me we can cut it out but you have to be on crutches for two weeks and i was like no ways also cutting out a piece of your flesh they don't know how deep the root is when they start obviously yeah it go yeah 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 so um the we have a friend who's an oncologist and she had some medicine that she said no i'll give you this injection into the veruca and it will kill it and i promise you injecting that into my veruca was the most painful thing i've been so for me guys because it's a foot i get needles are (laughs) unpleasant so yeah i know you're a dental assistant and i my dentist actually what she does is before she injects the um, the needle, she uses a bit of the anesthetic onto yes. a bit of cotton swab yeah. and she dabs it on your on gum. yeah, on the gum. Mm. And honestly, and it's the best thing everyone because I've all my life when I go to dentist it's always been painful. I know. And this new dentist that I've had yeah, I've had her for like three years I think and she's I actually go to Portugal just for her because she's amazing Mm. and she does everything and she's just so careful and sometimes she knows when I'm tensing up and when I need a reminder of relax she just pats my she just pats my arm a little bit and then I kind of go I know and her daughter as well their mother and daughter and she your daughter does the same or sometimes they pet my my hair or whatever just to kind of make me calm down and then I'm at I know, and then my body relaxes. Especially like, on the oh, inside, when I inject on the inside of your gum, you know, like on your palate. Oh, oh yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. Oh. Anyway, Ew. so I, like I sympathize when people are like, oh, they're just having problem behavior. I was like, look, guys, remember, like it's quite a traumatic event. And everybody's in, you know, in hospitals, people are teens, there's a smell. Like we have to be mindful of all the factors that could be influencing this kind of the, the problem behavior that is being presented in these environments. So, yeah, it was a really helpful yeah. article. It's, it's as I said, you know, it's easy to read. It's, it's actually easy, also easy to access. So where can we get it from? Okay, so I I got it from the National Center of for Biotechnology and Information. So, again, the article is called Stimulus Fading and Differential Reinforcement for the 
for the sorry for the treatment of needle phobia in youth with autism okay i and you can find it on the journal for applied behavior analysis but you can also go to the ncbi website so that's www.ncbi.nlm.nih.gov Okay, and you'll find in the articles. We can also put this in our blurb, Carla, because it might be helpful if you would just click on the link. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll put we'll put with a DOI yeah. as well, ID and you stuff. You can also yeah, we'll um, just research the actual topic, um, you know, the actual title in the Journal of Applied Behavior Analysis or in Google, it will show up, okay? You can also find it on ResearchGate. Mm-hmm. Again, it's the same title, so Stimulus Fading and Differential Reinforcement for the Treatment of Needle Phobia in a Youth with Autism. Okay, it's on um, ResearchGate. There is no physical book, and the only place you can get online, you can probably find it in other places, but I thought those were the most accessible. Um, yeah. yeah, and that's about yeah. it for me. I don't know if you have anything else you want to add, Carla. Oh. No, thank cool. you. That was super interesting, and needles are definitely a thing. So, thank you everyone for listening. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of The Hood Chronicles. Our next episode will be on Monday, the 16th of May. So, rate, like, and subscribe Instagram at ABA underscore owls, chirping with ABA owls on iTunes, Podbean, Facebook, ABA owls, or email us on aba.owls.uk at gmail.com if you have any queries or questions. And thank you. Bye.